Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. I heard Joe say on one of the Zooms at one point when he talked about he talked about what Sarah said that she said again today tonight. And it was so powerful to me. <clears throat> Everything works out for me perfectly. If I would have heard that maybe, I don't know, maybe five years ago, I guess. Uh, that would have sounded like the most absurd, weird thing I've ever heard. You know, that doesn't, that, why would you, why would you want to say something like that? Why would you lie to yourself? Why would you do any of that? But when I heard, when I heard him say, I'm going, I know exactly what she's talking about. Because this is, I've never put it in those words before, but this is what I've experienced in my life over time. Try to explain it to my wife, who doesn't get it. <laughs> and I'll, I'll give you an example. It's just the most recent example I could come up with. So I was uh, preparing to come here, and everything just kept lining up on the positive end for things coming. I was set to uh, talk with you here today and to help out with the panel and stuff like that. And the whole time, my whole life's falling apart around me. Everything physically, you know, on the outside, it's all falling apart. And I'm not, you know, my wife's not leaving me and my kids are healthy and all that. All the, all the stuff that, that really matters, that's, that's cool. But everything else, man, it's just crumbling everywhere. I'm just like, is this really going to happen here? Am I really going to go? <laughs> is this really going to happen? And, uh, you know, you just get, you get that sense beneath it all. And if you're paying attention, it, it'll, it'll, yeah, just, just keep going. It's not, not words. It's just a little urging. Yeah, just, just don't worry. Just keep going. Okay. And one thing after another, just one thing goes wrong there. One thing goes wrong there. Nothing, nothing. I said, there's no way. There's no way I'm going to make it. I'm not going to make it out to New York. This isn't going to happen. And uh, pretty soon things slowly start going the opposite direction. And it looks like it might happen. It looks like it might happen. And then something bad would happen. Then something good would happen. And then uh, and then I said, uh, I, I think I'd have an idea of what I was going to talk about if I was actually going, you know, this isn't gonna, this something's gonna fall through on this. I could just feel it. Even though I go to all of them, I go to every, every one that I can, but this didn't, it's just, it just didn't seem right. And, and then I uh, woke, uh, I woke, I, well, I think I woke up one morning and it's like, no, this is what you're gonna say. Get a pen. <laughs> and I start running around. What is this? You know, <laughs> what's going on? And that sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. We all got it though. We all know it. We've all been in those situations. You know something, you don't know how you know it. You know it can't possibly be you. You know it can't just be your memory or your brain pulling this stuff out because it's something you've never heard before. It's something you've never seen before. And all of a sudden, it just, it just starts happening in your life. I... I came in contact with this idea many times throughout my life. I think a lot of it started, though, when I got involved in the industry. It's just a little 
seed of an idea that just went through the rest of my life. I, I, as I'm coming, I'm certain, okay, it's happening. There was a point at which I knew I was going to be here. And so I, I, I'm going, I'm, I'm moving, and I'm, and I'm floating at that point. It's like, okay, this is, it's very clear where we're going. We're going to Niagara Falls. And I, so I go to the airport, and I, I do all my, and I'm, I'm a pro, okay? I've been through this a lot. I've done, I've done a lot of air travel. So I've got, I've got my belt already taken off, and it's put in my, put in my uh, personal uh, container, and I've got, I've got everything ready to go. And, and I go up there, and I'm dressed the right way. I know how to do it. They even say, oh, well, go into this line. This is the expedited line. Oh, well, of course. So I go into that line. And, and, then, and then I start going up there and say, wait, you don't belong in this line, do you? I said, I don't know. This is, this is where they told me, you go in that line. So they, they put me back in the other line. And I'm, I'm getting the x-ray. So I'm going up and I'm getting the x-ray. You got to hold your hands up, you know. And they do the x-ray. And I've been through it a million times. And I walk out and, and the person comes up to me and goes, points at the screen, says, turn around, look at that. I turn around, uh, there was, uh, they don't show like an actual x-ray. They don't have a physical body, you know, there and everything. They turned it all into cartoons so people wouldn't be embarrassed. Everything looked, looked, looked great, but I had a great big red spot right about here. <laughs> I don't have anything in my pockets. I mean, I pulled everything out. There's nothing... <laughs> So he comes up, well, and he starts going through the speech. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my hands, I'm going to do this, 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 it's only going to be the back of my hands, and then we're going to turn you around, we're going to do the same thing, and this rehearsed speech, I, I couldn't understand half of what he was saying, but I thought, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, it's all right, it's fine. <laughs> so you get a little sense of humor uh, from the big guy every once in a while, smack you across the face. So this was, this was funny. So I'm, I'm, I'm going, he says, uh, would you like a private place? And I'm like thinking, uh, it, whatever's going to happen, I want everyone to see this. You know, this is, <laughs> this is good. It, it, it's, it's also in Portland, Oregon, which you never know what's going to happen in Portland, Oregon. And if you don't know about that, you got to watch the news, but uh, don't, don't watch the news. So um, the, uh, it, everything went fine. I guess it, I, I guess it was the zipper or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. They let me go. Everything works out good. But it, it that's the story of my life up until now. Is nothing physically looks like it's going to work. It really does. There's no reason in the world. There uh, this um, movie. You got to watch this movie. You go and find it. It's free online. Uh, I think Tyler Libby mentioned it uh, a, a year or two ago, I, and I could be completely off. It could be a completely different speaker, but I think it was Tyler. It, the name of the movie is um, Dreams of Gold. It's the story of Mel Fisher. I don't know. Uh, so, so, some, of you, some of you folks who have been around a while, you may know who Mel Fisher was. Mel Fisher was this treasure hunter, and he was looking for this, um, th this shipwrecked, Atocha is the name of the ship. And this thing shipwrecked back in the 1600s. Okay, and he had no reason to be a treasure hunter. This guy was a chicken farmer from Indiana. There, he, had, he had no background in archaeology. He had no background in, in diving. He had no background in anything. He went and he learned how to become a diver. And he, he left home one day in 1969, I think. Yeah, 1969, he left home went out, 
opened a dive shop in California, started learning how to dive, teaching other people how to dive back when nobody was diving. This wasn't a, a thing back then. And, and started doing, you know, all the scuba type things. And went through and started, he said, I, he found out about this ship. He says, Spain's looked for this ship. Everybody has gone back and tried to find this ship because it had mounds of gold silver, copper, everything that was minted in the Americas and was heading back to Spain and it shipwrecked and went down to the bottom of the ocean. Spain sent folks back to look for it. They never found it. They, have, they had things they thought might have come from it, but they, they could never figure out where this thing really hit down and they could never find it. He said, I can find it. I know I can find it. So he moved, he moved his wife and his five kids out to Florida. It was, it's off the coast of the Florida Keys. He moved them all out there. And he said, it's, this is, today is the day. We're going to find it today. And he said that every day for, I think it was 14 years. And they ate peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and did everything they could to survive and for some reason, he was able to get his family on board most of the time. He went through a period where they were, it was basically mutiny. They, were, they said, Dad, we, we got to quit this. This is, not, this is not working. So that happened to him. And there was a situation where um, the, the state of Florida, he started finding things. And he said, this may have come from the Atocha. If, if not, it's some, this is some good stuff, silver bars and stuff like that. And, and so the state of Florida says, oh, yeah, well, uh, we own a whole huge piece of that. That's actually our property. And so they put an agent on board with him on his little dinky ship to uh, watch over them. If either they pull up anything else, we got to mark it, and it's uh, you know it's going to us. And we'll, we'll we'll you know we'll give you your piece of it later. And all this stuff. So he took he took them to the Supreme Court. He hasn't found the ship yet. Okay, he hasn't found the ship. He took the state of Florida to the Supreme Court for eight years. Kept finding little pieces that he thought had to do with the ship. One in the Supreme Court. Before he's found the ship, one amazing thing came up against him at a time. His own son died in the process, one of, his, one of his children. And you would think, okay, it's just gold, buddy. Come on. It's not about the gold. In 1985, they found the main hunk of it. They knew it was the Atocha. They had people actually look at it. This is the ship millions and millions and millions of dollars of gold. To this day, his family's still pulling it up. That was 1985. They made a movie, a, a TV movie, which I mentioned about him in 1986. It's just a biopic. It's actors playing them and stuff. Well worth watching. Amazing story. It goes deeper and deeper. It's not the gold that was the issue. It's not all these things that were getting in his way. It was that part that said to him, it's going to happen. Today is the day. That's what mattered. John Sims talks about it. Joe Melling talks about it. Every, and everyone else, all of our leaders talk around the wisdom of this. It's written about everywhere. It, the Bible's covered in it, and it's amazing how little people talk about this sense that we have. And we all have access to it. And you don't have to believe the Bible, and you don't have to believe the Declaration of Independence when it said, we hold these truths to be self-evident. 
how can you have a truth that's self-evident? That doesn't, I mean, is there really truth? How can it be self-evident? No, it's, it's right there. That's what the whole thing was about. When Abraham Lincoln said that, there's a quote, for those of you in the book club, you'll recognize this. Abraham Lincoln said, to believe in things you can see and touch is no belief at all. But to believe in the unseen is a triumph and a blessing. All good comes in this world from your common sense. We all have it. You need to watch it. You need to tune it. It'll get stronger. It'll tell you where to go. It will point out the things in your self that don't make sense. We all have inconsistencies on the inside. We all have things that don't, don't fit and argue with the rest of us. But your sense will make that part shudder. And the worst part of you won't stay there if you trust the part of you that matters most. Bob Proctor says in, uh, in just about everything he puts out there, but especially in this, in this book that we're reading, um, he's, he talks about how everything starts in the spiritual plane, goes to the intellectual plane, and ends up in the physical plane. And so many of us get so caught up in the physical that we don't realize that if you start with the spiritual, if you focus on that, it gets easier. It turns into thoughts. There's even a pre-thought, which is really what the sense is. It's not words, right? It's something, it's something deeper. It's something quieter. It's a sense. That'll, that'll lead to your intellect. It'll influence it over time. And then you'll have the physical. The physical will come about. We have our dreams. We have all these things that we discuss and talk about. It's not from us. It's from something better. You just got to watch it. You got to see it in others. You got to encourage it in others. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.